0: Welcome to Nobody Told Me That, your source for candid business talk and stories. Your host is speaker and author Teresa Duncan.
1: Sit back, buckle up, and hang on. All right, we are here again with another episode of Nobody Told Me That. And I am Teresa Duncan, I am your host, and I am here with my hoster, hostess, with the mostess. He's not really a hostess, but you're, uh, what do they call you? What is a male host, Kevin Henry?
0: Uh, you know, that, that's, you have stumped me yet again. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take host, although I've eaten, you know, plenty of hostess, uh, desserts in my time, so <laughs> what? Uh. Anyway, Here
1: you go. What do you think you know, of the What do you think of the Twinkie Lasting Forever? Like that is the ultimate apocalypse oh, food.
0: Yeah, and you know, we may be using that real soon, so I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the chocolate. I mean, anything other than the original, I'm not a fan of. How about you?
1: Mm, no, you know, I'm I'm not a sugar person, so the oh. Twinkie doesn't resonate with me, but you know, if I had to, if it was a zombie apocalypse,
0: Yes, Which, well, you
1: know I'm terrified of the zombie apocalypse. Uh, we've talked yeah, about we've, this.
0: Yeah, we. you know we've had these <laughs> talks. So. We, in, yeah. in fact
1: we should totally have a show on nothing but the zombie versus pirates <laughs> thing because I know this is what exactly, we've yeah. talked about before. We're going
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, we're going. We're going all in. We knew at some point this podcast was going to devolve, <laughs> not evolve, but devolve <laughs> into That's this right. kind of talk. Um. So so yes, yeah, so if I had to, I I could survive on Twinkies. I don't see a problem with that. Now now why do you say? It's coming, is it because of, you think China's going to nuke us or something, or North Korea's oh, I, I going to go crazy? I, yeah,
0: I, yeah, I think North Korea will, and, you know, whenever whenever they start saying that a missile can hit Denver, you know, then I'm like, hey, no, that's not cool, you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know.
1: Well, you know, living outside of D.C., we, like, we just know if something goes down, it's actually a blessing, because there's, I can't drive fast enough to get out of any... Like True. nuclear spray. Like, I'm I'm cooked. So, if yeah. I don't return your texts or calls or anything like that, you know, the possibility well, is that I'm just, I'm kind of just a pile of ashes now. That's even, morbid.
0: Well, <laughs> wow. Wow. You've gone a whole different way than I thought. You know, I don't know if you remember the day after tomorrow. Or, no, not the day after tomorrow. Uh, what, was day the, after. what was the day
1: after? It was the, the day, day after. after. Yeah, that yeah. was
0: freaky growing up. I tell Did you what. that was. scare
1: you? That terrified Absolutely.
0: me. You know, because yeah. that was. That was Kansas City where that happened, and you know, living in Tulsa, it was like, oh crap, they could hit the Midwest too. You know, I mean, it was really one of those wait a minute moments, you know. Yeah, but, you just kind yeah, of only sure.
1: think of uh of like D.C. and New York being taken out. Um yep. So yeah, when it hits the Heartland, you know, like like stuff's getting real. Uh, Red Dawn was scary for me because I, oh, you know, absolutely. we went through that period of time where we really thought <laughs> we really thought that could happen.
0: <laughs> Wolverines, you know, absolutely. Oh I my mean, gosh! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which happened in Colorado because, as we all know, they would make it all the way to Colorado before parachuting. I mean, let's be honest.
1: Mm, that's true. But you guys have the good weed, so that they're oh, going to be slowed down now. So that's all
0: we do. You know, you guys uh, would that, just have we, to
1: all go outside and smoke up, and it would be like a we, huge like, cloud.
0: <laughs> and we'd just be like, "Whoa, hey, hey, why, why are you all so angry? Whoa, man!"
1: <laughs> Chinese you would know. be like, they would be like, you know, hey. Just, just turn over your city. Let's let's have some Chinese food. We'll be get hungry in an hour again. And I'm Asian, so I can make these jokes, like these Chinese, you know, getting hungry in an hour. I've got all sorts of ethnic jokes. Yeah, we have really gone down. We've gone well, down the path. Person, everybody,
0: have a great yeah. evening. Right. <laughs> so
1: much for sponsorship. Though, so much for our speaking career. So, anyways, let's let's totally uh, veer into the professional because we were going to talk about LinkedIn and how to be, how to be professional on LinkedIn. Oh, and so this was perfect. the perfect opening because you just first of all on LinkedIn you don't make ethnic jokes. You don't talk about zombies.
0: Oh. Um
1: you know, it's it's kind of boring, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, you know, it's not Twitter where it's the Wild West and you could throw out there whatever you want. Uh, mm-hmm. No, you know, yeah, that's one thing that you and I have talked about a little bit, you know, because, again, we, whenever we get together at shows and stuff, we have time to kill. You know, there's times when we're walking to our next class or whatever, and, yeah, we talk about zombies versus pirates, and we also... <laughs> share some of the horror stories that we've seen on social media, you know, in the last few days. You Uh, know,
1: good Lord. Let's talk about LinkedIn because if there's one area that... I think auxiliaries, and doctors too, but but we really focus kind of on, on the auxiliary side when yeah. it comes to this co- this episode. They really need some help with their social media. There's some that are doing it really well. So you have, like, say, the hygienists who are in professional careers. You know, they're working for Procter & Gamble. They're working for Phillips. They're working for Waterpik. Their LinkedIn profiles look great, but that's like a tiny percentage. You know, yeah. same thing for office managers. You know, a lot of office managers... Um, will look great on LinkedIn, but then you realize there's that's like the same five office managers that you're seeing. So you're not you're not really seeing the full bulk. I mean, I I'll, I'll give you um I'll give you one one faux pas that I see on managers' site is that they misspell manager and oh, it, it's uh, office yeah. manger. Um, <laughs> It was just very upsetting because I, I would not even know how to mange, much, must, must, you know, uh, much less be a manger, so. I'm it, you
0: That's good.
1: Spell check is important. I mean, I know in real life, wouldn't it be nice if that little red squiggly line followed you everywhere? Spell check's important, but <laughs> it's devilly important on LinkedIn. What do you see as far as screwy LinkedIn mistakes?
0: I, I the biggest one that I see is uh that you know for LinkedIn is really set up to be the professional networking site. You know that's that's what they're carving their niche out to be. And so if you're posting the same thing on Facebook that you're posting on LinkedIn, that you're posting on Twitter and you're hitting that one button on your TweetDeck account that sends your account or sends your status update to all those, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know and th- and that's one thing that I see so often is that uh, you know, just and, and honest truth. Just earlier today, I was on LinkedIn, and you know, I, I do. I go around and I kind of look at what people are talking about whenever it comes to the dental industry, and you know, if there's any assisting talk out there, or anything like that. And I went to LinkedIn, and there was a thread started about how that dental uh, LinkedIn is not a dating site, and <laughs> that's something that I never thought I, I would have to worry about. Uh, you know, being confused that, you know, this is not Tinder. Okay, we know that. Uh, but, but the, the thread basically said that, you know, if you're showing personal pictures of yourself in a swimsuit, that you're, you know, you're, you're up at the bar in a low cut dress, you know, whatever it might be, that's not the spot for it. This isn't a place to, to show your personal side. It's to show your business side. And, right. and, it, and if you're doing that, you're making a huge mistake. My two my two cents. Well
1: what you, so what is your position on duck lips?
0: Uh you know, duck lips are great for Facebook and Instagram. Uh you know, but uh if you're duck lipping on uh on LinkedIn <laughs> I, I think
1: let's you, put that into Webster duck lipping. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: duck lipping. Uh you know. Now, there there could well be a duck-lipping group out there that you could belong to and you all could, you know, give props to each other for your great duck lips, and God bless you if that's the case. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't see that if you're an assistant or a hygienist or an office manager or somebody working in the dental industry and you're thinking of LinkedIn as kind of your resume page that you want popped up there what you were doing Friday night at the local bar. You know, right. I, it just, right. that's 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 just such a big mistake.
1: So I'm I'm putting in the the show notes, say no to duck lips because I feel very strongly about that. You said, you know, duck lips are okay on Facebook or you know, Facebook or Instagram, and and I I just gotta say, I don't think they're okay. Like, period. <laughs> I that? just they're don't. Dollars. I just don't think they're okay. No. I, I it doesn't. I know. I know girls, especially the younger girls, and I'm an older girl, but the younger girls think these duck lips make them look very sexy and stuff, and it just, it, it, listen up girls, they Uh, make you look like a duck, I mean, that's really what it's for, so I I don't know, it just, so I'm going to put in the the show notes, say no to duck lips, I I hope it catches on, I hope somebody puts it on a t-shirt, and. And that goes wild. So it's I like, just, you know. I don't like it. I, I just don't like that whole look. And and when I, as a manager, and this is, what I think, what started our conversation from from one of our previous episodes is, as a manager, you know, I'm going to check out your social media. Um, you, as a professional, you, you were an editor for a long time. You were checking out people who you wanted to be associated with. When we see some of these pictures, it's like an automatic, whoa, back away from the monitor type thing. Yeah, um, it, it really um, is. So so really, so so don't, you know, make it professional. Get the headshot. You know, go to Glamour Shots, whatever. If you ever are somewhere and they're offering free headshots, take them up on it because people pay a couple hundred dollars for headshots. So so get the free headshot um, whenever you can. A lot of times associations will have them at meetings. I mean, just make yourself look as presentable as possible because that can make the difference between you and somebody else um, when, when it goes down to me looking at your resume on LinkedIn. Yeah you know the other thing too is is on LinkedIn there's just not a lot of there's a lot of empty profiles you know so somebody will register put up their name and and that's really about it i mean and they're they're not connecting with anyone they're not actively connecting they're not checking it out they're there's just when I, it's almost like when I go to check out the LinkedIn profile of somebody who's applying for a job, there's nothing there. It's almost like, okay, well, it's 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 unimpressive. It it's it almost is worse than not having a profile.
0: I I, um, I agree, you know, because that shows that you don't care. And and mm-hmm. you know, you may say, oh, I'm too busy. Oh, god, I don't need another networking site. I don't need another social media platform. You know, and, and I get that. But this is something, you know, like we've talked about in past ones potential employers will check social media and mm-hmm. for good or bad they're going to check check you out and see who you are and so you should at least have something that is professional and if you consider LinkedIn to be your professional home for who you are what you believe in you know then that's that's not a bad thing as far as whenever somebody is googling you or trying to find out more about you and if they see your LinkedIn and you're sharing articles from Science Daily, you're sharing articles from you know the the local uh, the latest uh, edition of you know Dental Economics or whatever it might be, I think that can be a plus for you.
1: Absolutely, uh, and and so when and this is what I tell other office managers, you know that they'll say, oh, I'm so happy at this job and I'm I'm you know so glad I found my forever home and all that and that's and that's awesome. I was the same way, you know. Still, you know, you know my boss buddy, he's we still. Work together even after 20-some years. Great guy. But I knew early on that I needed to have a professional presence. And so the worst thing is when you open up a LinkedIn because you're unhappy and you want to go job searching. Because if your doctor is in any way connected to somebody else who's on LinkedIn and they see that, it's almost more of a red flag that, Wow! Look at your assistant just got on LinkedIn. What's going on over there? So right. I, I feel like everybody should have a professional profile because there's really no. Everybody has it now, so why not? You oh, don't want a- to be that one who's doing it in a crisis mode because they need you need to get a different job. <laughs> you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and you know if if you're sitting there and and I, I always think it's interesting because you know. But you're right. Buddy is a great person. And whenever you find that forever home and you feel comfortable and you're like, this is great. What could possibly go wrong? You know, that's whenever things happen that you have to change jobs. And you're Mm -hmm. right. If you're scrambling at the last minute to put something together, it's going to look like you did that. Yes. So I I think that it's smart. You know, I keep mine updated, uh, you know, and I think it's really important that you do. And, again, it's not that I'm out there looking for a job at the moment, but I know, you know, on LinkedIn, it says how many people have viewed your profile, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, those numbers mean something to me because, again, I'm out there, you know, trying to position myself as an expert in what I do. And I think that healthcare professionals should do the same thing, that you believe in what you do on a daily basis. It's not just a job. You're not just punching the clock. You really do believe in that oral health, it leads to overall health, you know, and you really do believe that what you're doing for your patients makes a difference, so why not take those few minutes and share that with the world, you know, in a subtle way by just showing that you are a professional.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I I, I am um, honestly a little befuddled that we don't have more dental auxiliaries on LinkedIn, um, you know, and and, and if you are listening to this and have never done it before, um, you know, just take an, an hour, half hour, an hour, to just go set up your preliminary profile and then go back to it. Um, you know, maybe we should do this on a regular basis, Kevin. Maybe every other couple episodes we'll just say, you know, hey, how's your LinkedIn profile? Just yes. to remind them to go and, and check that out because it, it, it's, you know, nobody expects you to, to have it boom, ready to go right away. Um, and it's more for you and your professional development too. You, you never know if your boss for and this is I hate to go morbid but honestly this is what I hear on the road my boss had a car accident and now he can't work yeah um, you know my my boss got married and now they've moved across the country and they're selling their practice I don't want to stay with this new boss um, things happen um, and, and so if you find yourself in a suddenly in a position to, that you have to change jobs I'd rather you be prepared than to have it you know catch you i just i really i hate being in a hurry no. i hate doing things in crisis
0: i, uh, I agree yeah to yeah. to be proactive rather than reactive i think that's a really important thing because again if you believe in your career and you believe in what you bring to the table for not just who you're working with now but who you might ever work with yeah. ever then you know it's important enough that you establish yourself as somebody who takes their career very seriously, and LinkedIn's a great way to do it, in my opinion.
1: So when you um, when you look at someone's profile, uh, yeah. what are you what are you most impressed by? Is it the longevity of career? Is it articles? Is it recommendations? Yeah. Where, what do you see?
0: You know, I I always look for two different things. I always look for what they've shared lately, you know, and I I like to see what other people are reading. You know, Uh, that is one thing that I will, you know, I'm a friendly stalker, I swear. But, you know, that is Mm -hmm. one thing that I like to see what other people in our industry are sharing. You know, Uh, what are, you know, because invariably there's a magazine article that I missed or a scientific study that I missed. And so I'll, you know, so I'll go look at that. Really, that jumps out at me first. And then probably the second thing that I do is, what are they, um, you know, what, what have they been given, uh, props for their skills? You know, what skills have they been said this person knows what they're doing? Uh, you know, and, and I love that there's one on LinkedIn called General Awesomeness. You know, so I think we all <laughs> like that. Uh, you know, but those are the two things I go for. How about you?
1: Um, I, I like to look at recommendations. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see, um, what the depth of the work is uh that you, like say for example you're connected, we're connected, I go to your page, and you know a lot of people have um recommend not recommended you what is that endorsed the because there's yeah, endorsing it's and absolutely. then there's recommendation. Yep. The endorsing's right. easy anybody can click a button and endorse you for stuff and and there's yep. nothing wrong with that I, I I think that's a quick easy way to to gain your endorsement points but um but when somebody takes the time to Recommend you, I think that that says a lot about you. and And so it's always impressive to me when someone has a pretty decent amount of recommendations. And the other thing I look at is, you know, have they taken any CE lately? Have they written any articles? Like you, I look to see what they share. Um, I'm, you know, I'm such a CE nut that if somebody's taking a lot of CE and they're excited about it and they share the last couple of CE courses they've gone to, um, I love it. I mean, I feel like kindred soul when I read their, their profile. Um, so yeah, Yeah. I mean, I just, it's hard to, it's. It's hard to unimpress me on LinkedIn other than duck lips and sharing something wildly inappropriate. (laughs) I mean, honestly, everything I see on LinkedIn is very helpful. I see what new companies are up to. I I check out, you know, who's changed jobs and maybe somebody that I worked with a long time ago is now circling back into the industry and I can reconnect. It's it's just the possibilities are are really endless. And for somebody who may be looking to get out of the operatory and go... Into the professional side of dentistry. I mean, I think you have to be on LinkedIn. I don't yeah. think I, I think it's impossible to not be on LinkedIn. What do you think?
0: I, I agree with you. You know, I think I I think you cannot be on Twitter. I think you cannot be on Instagram. But mm-hmm. I think that in today's world, I think Facebook and LinkedIn, you have to be on those. I don't think there's any way not to. To be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could see that. I mean, even Facebook is, uh, I mean, I don't live on Facebook like a lot of people do, but when I do, I, I find myself, when I get on, I find myself going, oh my gosh, I I should have gotten on a couple hours ago because look, look at all this stuff that's going on. You have that fear of missing out, you know. Um, you feel like you missed somebody's status update and so you got to go back and check everything.
0: And, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and- And really, you know, not that I'm doing it perfectly, but, you know, I I encourage any of you, you Look, go to my LinkedIn profile, you know, Kevin Henry. Go look it up because you're going to see that I'm really trying to emphasize the niche that I feel like I have in the industry. And that is, you know, targeting dental assistants and education for them. You know, and, you know, it's it's pretty professional. And I love that people also viewed your profile whenever I go to look at this. That makes Mm -hmm. me happy. Uh, you know, so you can also see who this person is, you know, either, uh, you know, related to in a professional manner or whatever it might be. But, you know, the only thing that I really have personal on there is that I have one of my Colorado, you know, pictures as my background. And
1: mm-hmm. really, that's
0: it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and other than that, you know, you you wouldn't know I've got a daughter. You wouldn't know that I'm married. You know, you, there's a lot of things about me you wouldn't know, but you know what I believe in from a professional standpoint. And I think that's the important thing.
1: Well, and and so when I when I was talking about recommendations earlier, there's there's something that um, I want to share with people about recommendations because people, you know, nobody likes to really toot their own horn. I think it's very hard for very many people to, to toot their own horn and and to ask for praise. Um, but yet there's this need on LinkedIn for for people to praise you in order to kind of validate how good of a job you're doing. So it's it's interesting. Um, yep. So if if you're filling out your profile and you you see, okay, I've got no recommendations. Uh, there is a set, there is a function of LinkedIn where you can request a recommendation from someone or you can send the email outside of LinkedIn and ask them to to do that. Uh, I just did that with our good friend, Laura Edwards. Uh, yep. she's, she's not even in dental anymore. She's moved on to medical. She's working for Anthem on the medical side. But we worked together for so many years in dentistry and I, I asked her to provide a, a recommendation for me and she did and of course we did all that um Outside of LinkedIn, but then we were able to get it onto LinkedIn. But uh, one of the things that I, I think people need to realize is that there's a lot of times when the recommendation is not necessarily written by that person. So sure. what I what I mean by that is that it, say say you wanted a recommendation from me, Kevin, which which is kind of funny because you and I have not recommended each other. Um,
0: Oh, that's true. I never thought about that.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's not, I don't know if it's because we don't like each other or if we just, you know, screwed over each other in some business deal, perhaps. I'm not sure. We're
0: still feeling this out, you know? Yes.
1: (laughs) I'm not recommending you until I'm about to go into the nursing home. At that point, I feel okay. (laughs) So if somebody needed a recommendation from me, the chances of me returning it to you and getting it up faster is if you have written it for me, I'm I'm not going to put my signature on something that's totally untrue, but if you write it out for me, and I'm not talking like paragraphs and paragraphs, but you know, um, Kevin was awesome to work with. I really enjoyed him. What a great editor. He helped me out with so many articles, you know, if, if it's spoon fed to me and I can tweak it very quickly, the chances of me posting it on LinkedIn go up like a hundred percent. And and so there's a lot of people out there whose recommendations were written by themselves. And and I don't think there's anything wrong with that because the person can't actually recommend you unless they sign off on it. Um what do you think of these homegrown recommendations?
0: Yeah, you know, I I think that some people might find them a little strange, but at the same time, you know, this is part of business. And it really is one of those things that so often we are afraid to pat ourselves on the back, even though we may, you know, get done at the end of the day and go, man, it's a good day, I got a lot done, I helped a lot of people, you know, whatever it might be, and yet there's a lot of us that won't brag about that. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's okay to every once in a while say, you know what, I'd like for other people to know that I'm pretty awesome. I mean, that's, that's not such a bad thing in my mind and yeah. for certainly anything that you can do to help that along and and again there's a difference between being gracious and taking credit and talking about how great you are you know there's there is a line there uh but right. uh, but no, I, I don't think that's a bad thing at all i i absolutely don't
1: i i would love it if um if you're listening to me to this and and i've worked with you in some capacity or i've known you you know long for a long time and i know your work ethic Feel free to send me an email with a blurb, and Kevin, I'm going to going to throw that out there for you too. Cool. Um, send it, send a blurb, and if 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 we can tweak it quickly. Look how fast we stick that up on LinkedIn. It's, it's so much faster than, you know, there's email one. Teresa, can you write me a recommendation? Email two is, sure, what do you want it to say? Email three, whatever you like. You know, we worked together for so long. Email four, is there any specific project? Email five, whatever you want. Oh my gosh, shoot me now. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so the chances of that are, are much higher if you write it for me. And I think that's, like you said, that's, that's business. That's the way it is. Um, Let's let's talk a little bit about the dating scene on LinkedIn because you you uh, uh, mentioned yeah. that earlier. Yeah. Um, what I mean, do you see? I, how how what kind of a hotbed is LinkedIn?
0: Well, I mean, I'm I'm literally, you know, after I said that I went through and there are there are females that I'm connected with in some way or another, you know, I've got to be honest, I'm not exactly sure how. Uh <laughs> but but there are some on there and they have all apparently cut and paste the same uh, uh, message. And it just basically says, LinkedIn is not a dating site. It says it about 12 times, uh, <laughs> you know. And and so apparently they've been hit upon. You know, and, and again, if, if these are professional photos that you're putting out there of yourself, then obviously you want it to look the best that it possibly can. Sure. And not all of us are always going to go, my, that's a professional looking photo. Some of us may go hubba hubba, you know. But again, that's... <laughs> You know, don't do that. I mean, you yes. know, put out that professional photo, but certainly, and again, if if you're putting your LinkedIn photo as you, you know, guys, if you don't have a shirt on on the beach or ladies, you know, you're in your bikini on the beach, uh, that that's probably going to open you up to not only people going, what are you doing, then also the people are going to ask you on a date on LinkedIn, which
1: is <laughs> odd to
0: me. But okay. What yeah, about you? It,
1: well, so I, I noticed... um I tend to get invitations from marketing guys in Asia, well, in India, which is obviously part of Asia, but India and then the Asian countries. Um, And they're all um, weak. I can, you know, I can market you to death, you know, SEO specialists. um, And we'll connect. And this, I don't do this anymore, but I would connect. And the very first message back to me is, you know, can we talk? You're beautiful or oh, whatever. That. Yeah, yeah, I, hate yeah that. I know. Don't you hate being, you know, just yeah. proposition like that? Yeah. the yeah, yeah. <laughs> first world I mean, problem.
0: Whenever, whenever I think somebody wants to connect with me and talk, that's great. But if the first thing you do is say, you know, I was looking and I think I can help you be on the first page of Google, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then, then I'm going to immediately unconnect from you because uh, it's not a sales pitch. You know, yeah. it, in my mind it really isn't.
1: Well, and I think another thing too that girls get um is the military man who oh, yeah. and I know this is i know this is to be uh, this is correct because i it's almost a joke among some of my friends there's there's always military men who connect with us um you know and they're always like generals or colonels or anything like that you know and and of course, once we connect, it's you know your oh I love your smile. Um, can we talk more about when you're going to be in my area? And it's uh, it's beyond uh, creepy. So so yeah. So I think there is the seedy underbelly of LinkedIn, which I think sure. a lot of people don't know about. Um, so if you get any of those, do not be catfished. To, so say no to catfish um
0: <laughs> catfish and lips. don't do it no
1: no that's right yes anything with uh any kind of animals and your body parts don't do it so um <laughs> um it, it, now do you watch the show catfish
0: no but i i have heard about it and well, uh you may have
1: heard funny. about it from me because it's my freaking guilty pleasure i it's awful um <laughs> You know, it's MTV, it's, it's for those of you who don't know what Catfish is, it's people who are online pretending to be people that they're not, and then they, you know, either take you for money, or they, they lead you on in this relationship, and, and I am, every time it's on TV, I am stuck, I just cannot stop watching it, so I, I need an intervention at some point. Well,
0: is it better than Naked and Afraid?
1: You know, I can't get into that show. Do you like that show?
0: Uh, you know, I don't, but my mom does. And, really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I that yeah you know, that's that's a whole other podcast. But well, yeah, the no, about, i uh,
1: the thing about naked and afraid is that I am afraid to be naked right. in wildlife in wilderness because I, there's just there's twigs, there's dirt, oh. there's ew. <laughs>
0: Well, and let's, and let's be honest here. Naked dating. I mean, that show. That's another one. I'm just like, really. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
1: We, we need a whole. This, let's let, let me add that to the show notes for our zombie yep. episode. Oh yeah. Yeah, we
0: need just a guilty pleasures episode. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes, yep. I like that. What? All right. Um, look at this, and I'm typing furiously. Zombie duck lips catfish yeah, is awful. Okay. Yeah. This-
0: <laughs> If you, if you read the show notes before you listen to this podcast, you might be like, oh, this will be interesting. And, right. and let's be honest, it is. So,
1: <laughs> you know, we are determined to make you hit that subscribe button. And, oh, absolutely. And this yeah. is, if this is how we have to do it, then I'm game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but, all right. I, so I, I do think, you know, just, just tie it up just real quick. I, I do think the most important thing that you do is that you set aside time in your day to just do the things that you should be doing to advance your career. And, you know, that may be reading an article. That may be checking up on some of the latest techniques or tips out there. That may be talking to a colleague about what they've heard in the industry. And it also may be updating your social media profile and keeping it current and sharing things out there. You know, I I think that, you know, we sure, I love to sit down. I I will watch baseball at the wazoo. You know, I will watch uh, way too many cat videos on you know YouTube or Facebook or whatever to blow up the time. But there is time set aside in my day for social media, and and I really do carve out 15 minutes that I make sure that I tweet what I need to. My LinkedIn is shared, and my Facebook is shared. And again, they're separate things altogether.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Yep. There. Th- what I am the reason I'm going. Mhm. Is because it's almost like a gospel. Like I I feel like. If you could see me, my hands are in the air and I'm waving, you know, <laughs> because cause here's, here's the thing is that, uh, first of all, working in a dental office, I, I mean, we're lucky in that we get to visit many different dental offices. The vast majority yeah. of dental employees don't leave their office very often except to go to CE, and, and so they don't get to hear what it's like outside of the office. They don't get to hear, um, you know, what other offices are doing, and I mean, what kind of... <coughs> You, you've you talked to so many assistants over time. Have you seen an assistant that has never gone outside of their office and then they come to one of your meetings for the first time? Oh, sure. and it's like an eye-opener. I mean, tell me, what does that look like from their, well, their point you know, of view? Well,
0: you know, one of the things that I always do, and, and just be warned if you've never never seen me speak to dental assistants in my Battling and being the Demons of Dental assistant course, is that I actually have you all talk to each other for like 20 minutes. and. <gasps> I know, and the look of horror whenever I say that's what we're going to do. I mean, I I have never seen so many people just get this look of, dear God, are you serious? Uh, But yet, those 20 minutes, people, you know, the first minute or so might be a little eh, but you know what? At the end of it, I have had numerous classes next door come over and say, would you all keep it down? Because Uh everybody's talking, everybody's sharing. And at the end, I've had so many people say, you know what, I I enjoyed your talk, but maybe the most valuable thing I got is a new perspective because I talked to somebody about this. And I realized that practice is doing something completely different with this than we are. Mm -hmm. You know, and and then I always say, well, now you need to follow up and that person either needs to be a Facebook friend or you've got to follow up for coffee once a week or something because, yeah, if you're an island, and and I don't care who you are, if you're a dentist, assistant, hygienist, office manager, anyone, if you're an island and you're not learning that other people do things differently and it might actually work better than what you're doing, you know, or vice versa. You know, you could be you could have the answer to somebody's like holy grail of problems that they're having. Mm. You know? Mm. Just just take those few moments, find that tribe, find that network where you can, you know, just share ideas, share your joys, share your problems, share what's bugging you. You know, and, and again, we only do twenty minutes in the class, but usually I have a hard time of stopping it at 20 minutes because people have gotten so into talking and sharing their frustrations and their joys. And, you know, and it, it really becomes a really cool moment for me sitting there looking out in the audience. Cause you know, like whenever the Rocky mountains here in Denver, we had 800 in the room and to see that just explode into, Oh my gosh, you've dealt with that too. You know, I mean, for me, that's, that's one of the most uh, uplifting experiences that I have as a speaker it honestly
1: that's, is. That's awesome. I mean, uh, to see... One thing that I know this industry is lacking is business cards. The, the amount of auxiliaries who do not have their own business cards is kind of sad, actually. Um, so if you're listening, if you're a doctor listening to this, you know, one of the best feelings I got was receiving my first set of business cards because, I, you know, it almost... It felt legit. Like, I was finally like, oh, look at this. And I'd been a manager for years, but it was like, ooh, look at this. I got a business card. Yeah. Um, so So when... When you say in the class, and I do this with my office manager roundtables, it, you know, exchange business cards, and you have a lot of people that go, oh, I didn't bring my business card. Oh, it no. really is mostly code for, oh, I don't have a business I card. Don't, I don't have a business card. <laughs> yeah,
0: Sorry. and
1: I get that. I, I totally get that. So, uh, you know, when you go to these meetings, bring your business card so that, you know, when Kevin says to you, you need to talk to your neighbor, you can keep that conversation going. Um You're right, though. you you may have been struggling with an issue in your office and here's this person sitting next to you that's like oh yeah we dealt with that we dealt with that a year ago so here's right. what you do and you you know you pay consultants myself it used to be one of them really good money for that kind of stuff when you've got it free sitting right next to you but you don't know yeah. because you never asked so i i think it's good that you do that and and i've been near your classes uh where where you've had that noise level so it it's it's so as a as a presenter it's a wonderful feeling. I love that yeah. feeling. That's just
0: awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Anytime that the light bulbs go on and people walk out of your your talk and they, I mean, you know, it sounds real corny, but if they really learn something that really impacts them, that's one of the best feelings in the world. Standing up there talking to everybody is to see those two or three people who walk out of there and they really have kind of had their world rocked. I love that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Well, it's much better than, you know, looking out and seeing somebody have to sleep with their head rolling back and forth. And if you listen,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, if you listen to any of our other podcasts, you know that we have our, our characters in there. I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to commission a cartoon with my Mount Rushmore of worst attendees. And Oh,
0: that would be awesome, actually.
1: You know, who would you put on there? So for me, it's the girl reading, the woman reading the newspaper. It's the, the girl at Greater New York who fell asleep and was snoring in the back of class. Yep. Um, yep. Then I have the girl who was doing nail polish, putting toenail polish on at UOL. Awesome. But that's three. I'm trying to think of who the other one would be. What? Who Who's on your Mount Rushmore of really crappy attendees? I will
0: I will tell you, I've seen, and, and I was not presenting, but I've seen people throw up in the back row. At, oh, my at God. A, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Vegas was a little too fun that year for uh, under one roof <laughs> attendees. Uh, I have personally witnessed that. Um, you know, I the the texters. Uh, I I had one lady talking on a phone. Uh, right in the middle, she got a phone call, and you know, it's like, oh, sure, just keep going with your conversation. Uh, You know, you know, uh, you know, so that that's been pretty impressive. Um, you know, and then and then you've got the whole people you've run into on airplanes. That's probably a whole different one. Um, Oh, Mm. yeah. See. Yeah. yeah, I've had Lay sitting next to me opening the tuna fish and eating it uh, on the airplane. That was impressive. Uh, I, I just can't
1: even. I, I can't uh, even with that.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, and, and it's the smells. I mean, like, ha- oh. have mercy. Have mercy. People are in an en- enclosed environment, and, and smells don't need to be rampant no. <laughs> in the cabin. No, there's
0: certain smells I don't ever need to smell. I really don't. <laughs> You know, so
1: no. Oh, uh, so yeah, that's so now we can really, we're really going to go down a rabbit hole if we start talking about like travel stories. We'll have to have an episode on yeah, travel stories and would,
0: what our, our road know,
1: warrior I, tips, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: I, I would be curious to hear from our listeners, though, what's the thing that annoys them most about presenters? You know, oh, kind of,
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I, and I will tell you, I know that I hate people who just read their PowerPoint slides. And yes. they don't do anything else. Yeah, that's my number one right there. Yes, yes. Really.
1: Yeah, so slide slide one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Slide, slide two. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: <laughs> what is what is it that Charlie Brown, her his uh his teacher. <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 wah. This is gonna yep. come across wonderfully in the podcast. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um but yeah, no, actually that's not a bad idea. Why don't you throw that out there on um yes. oh Kevin put it on LinkedIn? And, uh, we are, we are looking for feedback on our podcast. And, and, you know, we should just go ahead and put that plug out there. We are talking to different people. I've, met, I've mentioned the podcast to a couple of different people. Kevin has. We are yep. going to be looking for guests, um, either to be interviewed by myself separately or with the three of us, you know, more, more party time. Um, yep. we are going to be looking for guests and, and uh, the name of the podcast is Nobody Told Me That. And what that means is we want to hear the one or two things that, you know, in your career, really set you back, or you wish somebody had told you how to do things. So that you know, maybe you maybe it set you back a couple thousand dollars, or maybe it set you back a couple years, or you know, costly mistake, emotionally costly mistake, whatever that is. We want to make it so that we crowdsource our mistakes so that other people. Don't make them, um, or can at least sidestep them when they see it coming. So, so hit us up on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. We're all around. I'll put in the show notes all of our our connections. Um, let us know if you're interested in being a guest. And uh, it's kind of cool to hear your own voice across the um, across the networks. Kevin, do, do your parents are they impressed by hearing your voice?
0: Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. yeah. I I have no doubt my mom is listening to this right now. I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, you know, she always wants to know how to find my latest webinar or podcast. And then, you know, it's always, well, is that Teresa a nice person? I said, you know, (laughs) as it turns out, she is. I really don't deal with with not so nice people, but okay. Oh.
1: Ruth. So let me just talk to Ruth Henry here. Did <laughs> yeah. you go by Ruth? Is it Ruth Ellen or Ruth? Ruth Ellen. There you go. Ruth Absolutely. Ellen. So Ruth Ellen, I'd like to tell you that your son is adorable. However, he <laughs> won't recommend me on LinkedIn for some reason. No. I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> well, we're waiting for the nursing home, it sounds like. So bring it up. Okay.
1: <laughs> you know, and there is a secret about your mom that I'm just going to put out there. And, and this I'll- is why... I oh. respect her so much because I feel she is a kindred soul here. Your mom is a wrestling fan.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like,
1: serious, serious yeah. wrestling fan. Oh, um, yeah. And this is going to go in our guilty pleasure episode. So here I'm typing all over again. We are going to talk WWE. We are going to talk zombies. Well, we're going to talk all that stuff. But, but Ruth Ellen knows how to appreciate the throwdowns and the, the, the bumps and the, the K-babies oh, and all of that kind of stuff. It's awesome. So. Oh yeah.
0: She, she is at this very moment gearing up for SummerSlam in two weeks with all the, you know, what's going to happen and who's going to, you know, make a heel turn. Oh, yeah, it's great. So, uh, you know, isn't? it's all good.
1: Who, who isn't gearing up for SummerSlam? That's the <laughs> <a> real question. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. Yeah, this is way more than people need to know about us because because to be truthful, <laughs> let's just be tra- totally transparent. Karen, Kevin and I, when we get together, we talk about combat sports. We, we yep. love our combat sports and we talk about baseball. And this is about the time when when my beloved Norman and your beloved Dana just oh, pretty yeah. much turn away from us. And I, I like to think not in disgust, but sometimes we see it, right?
0: Like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just you know, shame. I mean, just actual, <laughs> just, just bitter shame is That's all. That's it, more of you it. know? It's
1: not disgust. It's shame. <laughs> it's embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, don't tell her. Don't tell her we talked about it. <laughs>
0: Considering I'm, I'm sitting here wearing my CM Punk shirt while we talk about this, you know, hey, it's all good. Rock um,
1: on. Rock on. We'll you, talk uh, about that another day. So, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. You know, to everyone listening, I, if you could um, hit the subscribe button, uh, you can continue receiving this podcast. If you could, would you share it with your friends? Um, if you like what Kevin has to say, if you like what I have to say, um, please let other people know that we are out there and we are talking and we are peeling back the curtains so that you are never- in that position where you have to say nobody told me that
0: subscribe to this
1: podcast so you'll get our next candid discussion visit Teresa's website
0: odysseymgmt.com that's odysseymgmt.com for more information on Teresa's courses books and speaking
1: schedule subscribe to her newsletter while you're there Don't say we
0: didn't tell you that.